Welcome to the Skin Philosophy Edit with your host, myself, Anna Louise Kenny. I'm here to bring to you the knowledge and skills to level up your business. We are speaking to industry experts across the industry to make sure that you're getting your knowledge in skincare, equipment, ingredients, and everything else you need to make sure you have the best of your business. Hello and welcome back to the Skin Philosophy Edit. I am here with Nula Wolf from Nula Wolf Aesthetic Skin Clinic in Ireland. So Nula has been in the industry quite a few years and she's had her own clinic for the last 30 years. Nula Wolf at Clinic is much of a higher standard and more specific about their treatments. So we're here to get all the information from Nula about her place and how she's become so successful in the industry. So hi, Nula. Hi, how are you? Grand. Thank you so much for coming in. Delighted to be here. (laughs) So let's start from the beginning. Um, You got into the industry quite a few years ago. What made you come into this industry? To be completely honest, I came into the industry. I was quite young when I left school and I came into the industry um, I suppose to to a degree for something to kind of get stuck into. Yeah. Um, I always enjoy uh, working with people or being with people. Um, so I started, obviously, I trained as a beauty therapist. I um, also trained in aromatherapy. I did reflexology. I went on to do a clinical uh, aromatherapy training course. I did some advanced training in reflexology as well. I also trained in um, nutrition. Oh, because yeah. I think it's really very much part of what we do. Yeah. Um, I also trained as a counsellor many years ago. I did a foundation course in psychology. Um, and it's interesting. I had worked as a beauty therapist about 10 years and then I started doing some business courses mm. with the intention of actually getting out of the industry. OK. And then I um, decided to set up my own. Mm. So I think we were the first salon in the country to have uh, private treatment rooms, which is kind of really sad wow. when you think about it. Prior to that, um, curtains, wasn't curtains, it? Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. How, um, and, you know, you could listen to everybody's conversation. That was yeah. something that I always felt was never really right. Yeah. So um, we were also the first in the country to get the ISO accreditation. OK. Standards are really important for me. Yeah. So standards and everything that we do, you know, so education is a big part of what we offer to staff. Yeah. And it's a big thing I suppose that we can offer to clients yeah that for me it's really important that the um, standard is really high in what we offer to our clients yeah. so we have a proper systems and processes in place when staff come on board with us yeah. that we trade test them we then put a plan in place to see where they can go with training yeah and we get them set up to a, a certain level that they can work yeah and then we look at the areas that they're particularly good at yeah and we basically try and get them to work to their strengths yeah, because I think that gives people a kind of a pathway. Yeah. And it also keeps people interested, I think, you know, if you know that there are ways because I also have a day spa. So I have. Yes. The day spa, you know, the idea is that people kind of can come in to work in the day spa and work their way up. We still also offer lots of facial treatments over in the day spa. Yeah. Um, so skincare, I suppose, is probably to a huge degree what we're known of. Yeah. Or I should say. So when I started my own salon in the early days, um, which is now nearly 30 years ago, I um, I suppose I still concentrated more on body and body treatments and body wraps. And it was, I suppose, really um, being introduced to SkinCeuticals that really got me interested in skin. OK, because I got some of the SkinCeutical products. I started using them on myself and mm. could see the difference on my own skin. I then started to research skincare an awful lot more and developed a real passion for skincare and skin and I have a huge interest in anatomy and physiology so you know kind of seeing where the skin and how the skin works yeah and it's funny now at this point I think I find it difficult to recommend or work with a product that hasn't got some science behind it yeah so I'm kind of very much show me how it works show me what you know what the active ingredients are yeah Um, the quality of the active ingredients is also very important yeah Um, I think skin health is fundamentally what we're all about yeah um, because you can do all of the kind of more aggressive type treatments but you're not going to get results if you don't have good healthy skin to begin with yeah so even when you go down the aesthetic side when it comes to your injectables yeah again they don't work if you don't have healthy skin to begin exactly with. So, yeah and again the healthy skin goes back to healthy gut healthy 
you know, holistic health. Yeah. You know, the person has to be hydrated for any of your advanced treatments to work properly. Exactly. So it's so important that the client is educated yeah. in health and yeah. nutrition as well as. So again, whilst the, you know some of my staff aren't trained in nutrition, yeah. we educate them to a degree what to kind of look for yeah you know the areas of the skin you know what it might relate to yeah because i think that is what makes it much better in, in long term in relation to getting results yeah you know i mean i even educate them to kind of look at the person see what's going on yeah if there's a lot of stress going on with the individual that's going yeah. to have an impact on skin too oh yeah massively it, as I said, it was through SkinCeuticals that um, I developed that real interest. So we're the flagship for SkinCeuticals in Ireland. OK. And, you know, I mean, there are obviously um, lots and lots of products coming on board, but I really, really appreciate what SkinCeuticals do. I appreciate yeah. the science behind SkinCeuticals. They're very much into skin health. And, you know, when you educate people yeah. um, how to use skincare properly and when they work with skincare and see the results. Yeah. They don't stray from you. Yeah. Stick with you, you know, because yeah. the clients will the clients really understand the products as well. Yeah. I and mean, I could employ some of the clients literally as uh, therapists because, you know, their knowledge. Yeah. You know, people are so much more educated now. In yeah. Care now because people travel, people read, people are educated through magazines. I yeah. You've the access to into Internet as well now. So, yeah, people have an awful lot more understanding of what skincare is. And yeah. What the expectation is. Yeah. And I think if you can stand over what you're actually selling yeah with the client yeah that gets the client to buy in because to begin with it takes about maybe three to nine months 12 months for skincare to start having an impact on the skin yeah. depending on the age of the client yeah but if they stick with using it properly and as i said look at diet lifestyle sleep is obviously fundamentally important as well yeah so it's that whole journey that we go on with clients yeah and i suppose the journey as well with staff to, to kind of get everybody to blend well and get really, really phenomenal results. Yeah. Is what we're all about. Yeah. So my starting point, as I said, was working initially with body work and then getting into doing facials. And I suppose facials is really what we're known for now. Yeah. And um, I set up the clinic in uh, December 94 and we grew really quickly. Yeah. And um, I've been very fortunate. We have the best clients in the planet. Yeah. So I opened up the day spa, uh, which is probably three times the size of the clinic. OK. On the other side of the road. I hadn't planned on it being quite so close, but a premises became available. And in a way, I realize now it's actually so much easier. And the premise the spa is on is, is in is actually a really nice premises because we've got spectacular sea views at the back. So, okay. you know, it kind of has that whole kind of a serene feel. To yeah. It, which is actually really nice. Um, and I'm very lucky. I've got great staff. Yeah. Have lots of senior staff. Um, and over the years, I've employed lots of uh, Polish staff just yeah. to give them credit again. They're typically well trained. Oh, yeah. And hardworking. And they're good workers as well. Mm. And, um, you know, they're typically very good at the body treatments as well. Yeah. Because I still feel that body is kind of part of what we do. Yeah. At the end of the day, nobody's kind of walking, talking head or face. I think the whole. Yeah body is really important to kind of look at yeah and to help the client with so yeah um, so um there was a couple of things there that was so say a therapist comes in she starts with the day spa and mm -hmm. so that's given like the more facial so how long is that progression like what you would you know to progress them on to more developing more i don't hold anybody back i mean yeah. i suppose we would always say like the fr the initial three to six months gives the therapist an opportunity to learn. Yeah. And it also gives the um, us an opportunity to kind of assess how well they're doing in the particular areas. Yeah. Um, like recently I had took somebody in who has 13 years experience working in a salon environment. She hadn't really done any of the advanced yeah. treatments, but you could see that she has incredible passion for what she does. So, you know, in that situation, Sky's yeah. a limit on what she can actually do in yeah. a relatively short period of time. Yeah. And again, that's what we're striving for all. Yeah. But obviously, if somebody else struggles a little bit more, yeah, they might end up doing more of the waxing, more of the nails, more of the beauty treatments yeah. for a period of time or more of the more basic type facials. Yeah. But we have a huge variety of different facials. So, yeah, there's lots of opportunities for <laughs> staff to. Yeah, because we were just speaking about the, the kind of confidence levels of coming out of education. And because education is so kind of different now, it's not the years of like, you know, you're doing a year solid and you're doing this treatment every day that a therapist can. They do come out a lot 
um, a lot of them can be lacking confidence mm-hmm. and lacking the knowledge. So doing that, like I try and say to any of the students is go, you know, get experience working in a salon, get experience building up like touching, talking to the client, all of that kind of stuff. But there is that kind of that's so what tips would you give them to do? And I have to admit for us um, at this point, for that young, young yeah. therapist, I yeah. tell them to go and work somewhere else first yeah. before they come to us. Yeah, because the client has a, has a standard of what she's expecting with us. Yeah. So what we sometimes do is we take on somebody as a spa assistant. Yeah. So it means that they kind of help out. They go. Yeah. They watch. They can see. But they're also helping with laundry and helping with standards and yeah. cleaning up. And over the years, that's worked really well for people yeah. because it gives them the opportunity to kind of learn and watch what the others are up to. Yeah. And it's really fabulous to watch that individual coming in as a young, young girl. Yeah. Really shy and timid. Yeah. And seeing them progressing into somebody who's really confident. Yeah. Like we've got three young spa assistants who have nothing to do with beauty at the moment. Yeah. Who are all three of them are in college. And you yeah. know they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah. To watch them with people, to watch their confidence and how it's grown. Yeah. And, you know, how they really get stuck in and yeah. involved in the management is just yeah. fabulous. And I've seen that with spa assistants over the years as well. And they, you know, we get, get them working, get them working yeah. with clients and they grow. Yeah. And again, it depends on the individual. Some people can learn really quickly. Yeah. But it's somebody, we keep working with them. We keep tapping yeah. in with them. You can't just let people to the side learn at their own yeah. um, accord. Like no. They have to... There's a structure in place. Yeah. In wh- how they're going to learn. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is w- at that point is watching how senior people do it. Yeah. But also we obviously do educate them as well. Yeah. That's a good idea because I, I see with some places they might put them like behind a reception or stuff like that. Mm. But that's also a good idea of learning. We are like the students that we have are averagely like actually the elder students changing careers. Mm. But changing careers like imagine you come back after having children or you're changing you know we have mortgage advisors accountants all of this changing careers to Mm. set up their own clinic and it can be very daunting Mm. stepping into this career and you're suddenly going from behind a desk to talking to people and even at that age you know you can still also be very nervous and very Mm. afraid so that type of positions are good to kind of it is yeah it's just for some people they're not prepared to go and take that kind of a junior position yeah but I think you know it should be part and parcel of what you're going to put into what the career is going to give you. Yeah. Because, you know, when I started in beauty in the beginning, um, obviously beauty was a very different place. And yeah. That it wasn't really a career. It was yeah. something that kind of paid you from week to week. Yeah. It, there was no plan of you being able to ever have a mortgage or ever have a. Yeah. So when I set up the business, my plan was to kind of set up a structure that people could earn. A yeah. Very good salary. Yeah. And um, that people could make a career out of it and they can kind of keep learning and keep growing and because I think it's it's unhealthy for anybody to stay stuck in a rut. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where you're just doing the same, same, same. Yeah. And skincare has improved so much. Treatments have improved yeah. so much. Yeah. Trainings have improved yeah. so much when you get access to the right training. Yeah. Um, and there's so much more on offer now in the industry. Yeah. And it's no longer seen as the little girl who kind of goes in and paints nails. Yeah, exactly. Or the one who has no option after school. Do you know that kind of way? It's more established now. It definitely is within the UK. I find that there's a little bit more kind of, you know, if you're specialising in skin or, you know, it's less like, oh, you're in beauty. It's more like, oh, tell me about what you know about skin. Um, So it is more kind of interesting that way. So while running a business obviously it's very very hard in setting it up do you have any tips for any of the listeners on you know setting up building a brand um, how to get a business how did you get so busy fairly early like you know I suppose standards are a huge part yeah standards and education yeah you know because people need to trust and I suppose me uh, building up a brand I mean I have to admit, when I started, I didn't start thinking about a brand. Yeah. But um, as you know, I started doing business co- business courses. You know, I would have people saying to me, "Oh, are you the Noodle Wolf?" And I was yeah. like, "Okay, I'm not really sure who the Noodle Wolf is, but yeah, I'm Noodle Wolf." And they would say, "You've got great branding." Yeah. And your branding is all about standards. And yeah. It's all about you know we know who exactly who you are. We know what you do. Yeah. So. That is hugely down to, I think, education yeah. and standards. Yeah. Because people will become your best ambassadors. Yeah. You know, because over the years, I was very fortunate in a lot of the media were clients. Yeah. So we got publicity without necessarily going looking for it. Yeah. 
but I've never spent a huge amount of money on marketing or it's a lot of it is down to our clients. Yeah. You know, clients over the years, even my staff now will say to me, oh, you know, the lady I had in today, her granny used to go to you back ah. in the day type thing, which is actually really funny because it means that the generations have continued to come to us. Yeah. Which is actually really nice. Yeah. So I think being knowing what you're good at, I think, is really important. Yeah. And concentrating and trying not to do everything. Yeah. If you know that they're not the areas that you're particularly good in. Yeah. You know, either work with somebody who maybe might, might be really good on nails and you concentrate yeah. on what you do really well. Yeah. Uh, but I think that huge big thing is you don't get second chances with standards. No. So it's standards in everything. It's standards in how you greet the client, how you take care of the client. Yeah. You know, how you present yourself, how you present your business. Yeah. Um, I think all of that is humongously important, you know, yeah. and being respectful of people's time, being respectful of people's money. Yeah. You know, because I think, um, you know, no matter what I'm doing with the client, I'm very respectful of the fact that they're paying me for that service. Yeah. So it's really important that I'm giving them. Yeah. Back in return what they deserve for that money. There's a little bit of that respect for the money they're paying mm. that they're, you know, I think that's been a little bit lost mm. even in every industry mm. not just beauty industry like you go into hotels you go into restaurants totally agree, yeah. it's it's like it's completely different it's like I don't know like they're but doing I think a certain amount of that goes back again to bog standard customer care yeah client care that that's not necessarily being taught yeah that there's an assumption that people should know that kind of stuff yeah but at the end of the day if you don't know it and you've never been taught it yeah how can you possibly know it so again that's something that we teach people yeah you know how to how to greet the client how to so how do you the teach them what do you say well, <laughs> I, would, I would teach them like for example simple things simple respect like stand back and let somebody walk up the stairs in front of you yeah I know you think that would be like but natural if you've not been yeah. told you know like with say older clients if they need help yeah don't be afraid to offer to help them off the bed again, and stuff yeah you know ask do they would they like some help yeah but I think it's just being kind yeah being, I also think um, your work environment should be a very kind helpful yeah place yeah you know because I think the beauty industry has always had a bad name yeah you know that it's a bit cutthroat and everybody's trying to fight for the same clients yeah I think it's so important that people work in a really healthy kind work environment yeah. where people are respected yeah so there's for me as far as I'm concerned there's plenty of work for everybody yeah you shouldn't have to fight for anything yeah so there's lots of clients yeah and at the end of the day certain personalities are going to be attracted to certain personalities yeah or people are going to like certain areas ways that you do things yeah so I would always try and encourage them to work in the ways I see as their strengths yeah because to my mind that's going to attract specific clients to them yeah, yeah. and I think that's helping people to then kind of create their own kind of brand within a brand. Yeah. So we almost kind of give the girls the opportunity to run their own business. Yeah. Working with the support structure of a reception team. Yeah. And all of the products. Yeah. So in other words, they have the opportunity to earn a really good salary uh, yeah. in a healthy, progressive work environment. Yeah. And so have you found with the industry, because I've found that I don't know. It I, it could be because I'm not here, but I've just found it's gotten a bit less bitchy, a bit more supportive. Like there's more Facebook groups, there's more advice, mm. you know, all mm. of that kind of stuff. Um, and that makes it more uh, professional. Yeah, which I think is good. Yeah, 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 very much. So what have you found difficult over the years, like running your clinic? Any any times like lockdown, all of that kind of stuff? I mean, lockdown, I suppose I was very fortunate in the fact that I was in business for such a long time. Yeah. You know, lockdown, it was what it was. There was nothing yeah. that we could do. So for me, the most important thing during lockdown was to make sure that, you know, staff were OK, because I knew that for some staff, they really struggled with it. Yeah. Like we closed probably about um, a week, a week or two weeks before we were supposed to close, because at the time I had two pregnant uh, staff members and yeah. we just didn't know what was happening. I'd been following a lot of it on social media or on online. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just contacted the staff and said, like, how are you feeling about all this? And so mm. the general consensus was they weren't happy. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you're working very closely with clients. Yeah. So I um, therapy staff all we put them on holidays for about two weeks before. Yeah. And then the reception staff started working with me. Um, for until we, we had to officially yeah. close. And then um, during that period of time, I got back stuck into doing uh, online sales. I did yeah. online consultations. The initial lot of um, sales that we did online, I was going around delivering them like 
You eat it. I have a complete respect now for delivery guys. <laughs> it's really not that simple. Uh, so during that period of time, I actively did get on social media and we grew the online aspect of our business by over 50 percent. Really? You know, because I had the time to do it. Yeah. I kind of, I suppose, spent a bit more time just playing around with Facebook ads and started yeah. kind of promoting through different com- um, counties throughout Ireland. Yeah. So we started getting orders. Yeah. Those. Now, when we came back in after lockdown, that's hard to sustain unless I'm going to take somebody else in to do that yeah. aspect of it. Because to give credit, the girls on reception are busy. Yeah. So I don't have an outside company taking care of that. Yeah. But it's something that I am actively going to work on. Um, during lockdown as well, I actually designed a screen. So I have now got a screen that can uh, screen off between the clients and the therapist. OK. So I'm actually just I'm just about to actually launch that now. Oh, right. It's taken an awful lot longer than I thought it was. Yeah you know, getting through all of these. So I've had that patented. OK, so um, it's actually a really cool piece of equipment even because I work with it. I use it all the time now. So basically the screen is here. Yeah. And I can tilt it as I need to so I can work away with the client. Oh, wow. And that screen is between me and her because I don't think anybody's ever going to go back to being comfortable with you know, leaning working, over, leaning over or mm. breathing over. Or yeah. Having somebody breathing over. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some of the girls will still wear masks, but it just takes the pressure off. So yeah. We use HEPI filters in all the rooms and in all of the uh, areas throughout. Yeah. Um, and I feel that that's definitely to begin with. I think HEPI filters are really good from the point of view. I can't believe the amount of crap that they absorb. Really? Clean out the filters. Yeah. So I think, again, it's just protecting everybody from the point of view that in the beauty industry, we're working a lot with cottons and fibres and all yeah. that. So you're inhaling all of that all the time. Yeah. So having a happy filter there is actually Which even laser like la- yeah. la- the plume like mm. that's actually there has been trial. There has yes. been studies about cancer being linked to the plume like. I think the major big thing would be um, lung congestion. Yeah. But I yeah. know I s- listened to a she's a dermatologist speak some years ago and again she said she developed lung problems but she said she was inclined to lean over all the time hence we don't do uh, laser yeah. hair removal I yeah mean, we do waxing yeah i have the ipl i have the ipl handpiece and by all accounts a very good handpiece yeah the plan is that when i get some of the girls trained to just do localized small areas yeah but i'm not going to get involved with no more bigger areas because we just i don't have the manpower yeah so um to answer your question in relation to over the years um I suppose staff has always been an issue in the yeah. industry, even though we don't have a big turnover of staff. You know, quite a lot of my staff work part time. Yeah. Uh, it's to try and get sufficient full time, really good, well trained, dedicated. Yeah. That's probably it's it's an issue. And I know it's an issue for lots and lots and lots of people. Yeah. As I said, thankfully, I don't have the big turnover that lots of people do have. Yeah. Um, because the clients build up a rapport. They yeah. get to know the client, the staff, and I think that's really important. And that's a big aspect of my business that yeah. the clients know the staff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's caliber staff. Yeah. Who are really dedicated to stay in the industry. Yeah. Because I, I think that is something that, like, over the years, I've known lots of girls who got into the industry, and they think it's for them, but then they are going back into an office job. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what that is. Some people, I think, struggle with the whole. You know, interaction. interaction with people. It's it's quite draining mm. because, you know, like, OK, I'm used to it and that and you're used to it. But to speak to someone, to take on all their emotions while you're talking to them, because you are a type of therapist while you listen mm. to them. And technically, if you're being professional, you're not going on about yourself. You're just mm. listening to them and to do that all day, every day. But you need to learn to some way set boundaries. Yeah. So I just say to people, you know, visualize that you're in a, I don't know, a gold bubble or. A yeah whatever white bubble works for you because at the end of the day that client doesn't really want you to actually take on board any no. of that stuff yeah that client never wants you to remind them of what they said she yesterday yeah because today is a completely different day yeah you know you're just a sounding board and sometimes yeah. it's easy to talk to a complete stranger than it is to talk to maybe a friend about yeah stuff. yeah but it's really important that you don't take it on you should let it yeah. in one ear and out the other and not even having an opinion because at the end of the day for lots of people, when they're chatting to that client who's telling them all the stuff that's going on, yeah, they don't really have the wherewithal to advise no. as to how they should deal with it. So yeah, they're not even looking for advice. Yeah, very often it's just a sounding board. Yeah, so it's again, it's educating people 
not to take that on board. Yeah, I had um, when I worked in the sanctuary spa in Covent Garden um, doing massage, you would like really absorb and they we I remember us having meeting or training or something at some stage to like get rid of the energy like that you're absorbing from it because it is that kind of thing that you have to build a barrier not to take on people's emotions. Even if you kind of say to you, visualize that you almost have like orange gloves or yeah. purple gloves that just yeah. go to your uh, elbow. Okay. And if you visualize that that stress and tension doesn't go any further than there. Yeah. And at the end of each treatment, always wash your hands and wash them thoroughly. Yeah. You're very often getting rid of it. Yeah. Because okay. you're only taking it on if you're completely open to taking it on. Yeah. And I suppose a certain amount of that then as well is also self-care. You know, making sure that you're pretty centered yourself. Yeah. You know, I think exercise is so important for people. Yeah. To when you're outside of work, to make sure you're eating a proper healthy diet. Yeah. That you are taking care of yourself. That you're managing your own stress levels. Yeah. That you're also dealing with, um, uh, making sure that you've got proper sleep. Yeah. Because I think if you're coming into work and you're dealing with this one-to-one situation. Yeah. I think that's difficult if you're absolutely exhausted yourself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I think it's important to. Take yeah. care of your own health. So coming back to the nutrition, you because that you've studied that and that, how are you incorporating that into the clinic then? Um, well, every single client that you see, I mean, yeah, your rosaceous, your yeah. um, acnes. I mean, most of those conditions are basically down to a compromised skin barrier. Yeah, your compromised skin barrier is very often being triggered by gut related yeah. um, issues. So, um. I will very like obviously I can advise on diet, but I will very often and I have the name of a nutritional therapist. I used to have a nutritional therapist used to come in and do consultations. And that's something that I plan on doing again. Um, But my plan, or at least we have somebody that we refer people on to. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, if you're having a lot of like even a lot of pigmentation, very often there's a gut or there's a hormonal aspect to that. So if there's an underlying problem going on, so even yeah. if you come to me for, say, facial hair removal, yeah. that's been triggered by hormones. Yeah. That needs to be addressed first from a hormonal perspective. Yeah. Because if there's an underlying trigger, you're yeah. not going to fix it by treating it topically. No. Likewise with pigmentation, likewise with your rosacea, with your uh, acne. acne. Yeah. You know, you need to find what the trigger is. Yeah. So when you can find the trigger and combine that with really good treatment. Yeah. You know, and again, treatments for acne and rosacea have improved so much over the Massively. years. Yeah. You know, so that's really nice as well, you know, from from a therapist perspective. Yeah. But again, a good knowledgeable therapist is going to get much, much better results. Yeah. You know, because the typical plan years ago with an acne treatment was to dry it all out. Yeah. Whereas that's not really the answer. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. And it is it there is. I do think the nutritional side of looking after your skin is really going to develop over the next mm, few years. Definitely. Do you offer supplements or do you just refer to nutritionists? Um, we offer SkinAid. Oh, yeah. SkinAid's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah I love SkinAid. Yeah. But again, outside of that, I would be sending people to go and get supplements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did look to have them in-house, but it's kind of hard to sustain and keep areas for everything. So, yeah. you know, very often I am sending because again, People are different, different supplements, different product lines suit different people. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's a big part because what's really interesting now is if you look at all the skincare, I mean, skincare now has got more and more vitamins, vitamin built type into in, built into yeah. it. You yeah. know, your, you know, B5, yeah. you know, your B3, your yeah. niacinamide, your pantogenic acid. Yeah. Like, they're all the supplements that are very often geared towards yeah um the client with that specific skin yeah. condition so if you're treating it from the inside and the outside you're going to get much better results yeah definitely. and it's kind of very interesting as well i we also do eminence which is a hungarian skincare line okay so i actually just sat, did a training with them recently and again they have some really interesting ingredients so you know they look they've been work, looking at the whole microbiome for a long time yes so, you know, they're using ingredients which aren't necessarily live. So as a result, they don't need to be la- kept. So as a result, um, the products they feel have real benefits on the skin. Yeah. I have to say they feel nice. And I do think that the skin, because you're working with basically a food grade ingredient. Yeah. For lots of skin, particularly more compromised skin, because we're yeah. exposed to an awful more toxins now than our ancestors would have been exposed yeah. to. We're also exposed to an awful lot more stress now yeah. than our ancestors would have yeah. been exposed to. Yeah. So, and we're also exposed to people drinking off a lot more alcohol. They don't eat a wholesome yeah. diet. And yeah. they are probably not getting the sleep that maybe our ancestors would have got as yeah. well. 
So from a very young age, yeah. the body has got a lot of uh, insults coming at it from a day to day basis. Yeah. Also, the sun has become more dangerous, obviously, as yeah. well. So, you know, it's really important that, you know, whatever you're putting on the skin suits the individual who's using it. Yeah. You know, because you can really look at all the active ingredients and think, oh, they're amazing. They're fantastic. But they're not for everybody. No, no. And I mean, there are some skin types that are really reactive. You have to deal with the sensitivity and address that first. Get rid of the sensitivity before you can actually address. Yeah, rebalance the pH. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you can work with the active ingredients. Yeah, exactly. And I do think microbiome is like a big way forward. I um, I take uh, kefir drink. You know the mm-hmm. kefir because I'm getting now starting to develop rosacea, which is great, and um, it really helps. Like it really helps. Mm-hmm. It's really helped calm down. Um, my rosacea this certain because it was starting to become permanent redness it was starting and then just a couple of weeks and it's gone and I didn't do any IPL on it as an I as a race we're yeah. very prone to getting rosacea yeah but there yeah. is a huge amount that you can do yeah like lots of clients I'll see with rosacea also have severe dermatitis okay okay so the scales from yeah. the scalp is something's falling down and really exacerbating the rosacea so you get whereas if you can kind of sort and address both of those conditions even just through topicals and a little bit of through diet and lifestyle uh, very often you will have not have either not have the rosacea visible anymore yeah yeah the, yeah the treatment again has improved a lot for that yeah yeah I know from I remember back in the day like when you'd be using Gino and it's just like there's not much you can do with they've it they've also taken on uh, DMK recently DMK as well. is lovely yes very nice. Like it's not a new product. No. But I have to say, I really like the results with the it. The treatment. The treatment yeah. is brilliant. I and it's really good on a yeah. reactive seborrheic or yeah. rosacea skin or uh, just any kind of a unhappy skin type. Yeah. Because you can also treat acne with it as yeah. well. And yeah. it's really impressive. Yeah. I used that back in 2008 and I actually forgot about it for a while and then when I had the clinic I was like actually I need to go back to that mm. and we had it in the clinic and just I have the enzyme masks sti- still at home like mm. a, a p- pots of them and mm. the peel yeah. the orange um, and Quick I peel. love it yeah it's so nice such a good Quick peel you probably have to be a little bit more careful of the skin is anyway, act- is anyway um, red active I know reactive yeah, yeah I know it is active yeah it is and it does I remember like because that's actually the first enzymatic or chemical that I worked with was mm. the DMK and the clients would be lying there on the bed and they'd be getting hot and that and be like you're fine it's okay mm. and be going oh my god is this meant to-? because before this it was just facials mm. it was just normal facials but mm. yeah DMK is good it's very interesting yeah. and I think again he's doing more research as well and it's kind of interesting um, I think what people are looking for now is the option that isn't too aggressive, that yeah. isn't going to hurt, that isn't going to be uncomfortable, because I think people are a little more afraid of like at one stage, people would have kind of said, oh, well, to be beautiful, you have to suffer. So to hell with the go yeah. for it. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, whereas people are now kind of going, what can I do that isn't going to it means I can get up and go back to normality. Yeah. Um, but again, the longer you're working in the industry, the longer you work with skin, the more you get to know about what you can do with yeah. that. For example, like when I do my when I do the nanofraction radio frequency or microneedling, when we did the training initially, you were um, numbing the skin down yeah. and you were putting product on and you were putting yeah. product on afterwards. If you put no product on afterwards, skin comes down so much easier. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. So and again, you don't have to work any way deep to get results. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's a happy medium. I hear people saying that they had microneedling done and they were on the beach afterwards. And I'm thinking that's not microneedling. Yeah. So basically, I kind of the way I teach it is, is it's different. It's epidermal or dermal. You want to treat scarring or stretch marks or deep lines. Mm -hmm. You're treating dermal. There has to be a bit of blood. You want to rejuvenate the skin, stimulate collagen production, uh, skin uh, renewal and absorption of products. You're doing epidermal more. So that's But even with the epidermal. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Necessarily not on the beach with a no, geez, calm face no. afterwards. Yeah, in other no, words, it hasn't nothing. even been there. Yeah, it's no, yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. I can't even do a home roller and be on like mm. not red afterwards. Um, yeah, it's, I'm it's, not a fan of home rollers. I have to say because I do firmly believe that whole flicking in and out down the line could risk scar tissue. Okay, so I have actually seen more scar tissue with bad pens than with rollers, and also as well as. 
so what I find I've gone through ed- every stage as I'm sure you have because you've been through the exact same where the industry is peaked and troughed mm-hmm. 2008 2010 was rollers so we were using at 1.5 in the clinics at the time so that meant going awful then 2013 changed to pen I was terrified of pen because like this motor coming in stamping the face I was like oh god this is going to be terrible less downtime less pain more results brilliant doing pen and then so I completely came off rollers but then doing the home rollers I I I really like the home rollers when there's a couple of things when it has lesser needles mm. and when it's only at point two because you don't have that you're you're doing like this at the very top and I really do think it promotes like collagen production just enough just enough collagen production and enough circulation that keeps it nice and the reason I see that is I've watched people like you know my ex um he used to do it two or three times a week for fine lines and he was a bit older than I was and it would just help maintain his skin because it wouldn't keep on top. I think everything, it's like everything, everything as long as you know, you fully understand what you're doing, you're not doing it too traumatic, you're looking after the skin. I think everyone went mad on rollers. They could buy 1.5s at home, they could buy them off Amazon and they went all mad and then there was, there's. it's the same thing as exfoliators. Exfoliators they went crazy on, stripped their skin, now no one wants to do them, now they're all on acids, now they're doing too much acids. Mm-hmm. It's all that peaks and troughs and I, I really like the results just it's not meant to be manic it's only meant to be enhancing it's not too bad but yeah there was a lot of stuff from it and bad needling pens is rife dangerous ones where the pens are coming out yeah exactly pens are coming out I had um one of someone from EastEnders into the clinic and she'd been in the clinic um well-known clinic and she had the pen and she you could actually see the scar tissue from the pen like she was like, I never had those little lines, tiny little lines. But someone who's on TV or being shown themselves mm-hmm. in a screen and it was on her face and, and it was. Nobody wants to see marks as no, a result of a treatment. Exactly, exactly. So, the, yeah, that's those sort of things. So and have treatments have improved phenomenally. Yeah. Skin care has improved phenomenally. You just need to make sure that you're using working with a credible product. Yeah. And a credible equipment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really, really important. Yeah. And that they give you good training on it, because mm. I see some of these people and they're like, oh, well, we'll charge you for training or, mm. you know, or we'll do training and it's a few hours. And, you know, I remember back to the day of IPL, that was three hours. And it was like, here, just just do that setting for these skin types mm. and point and shoot. I didn't understand mm. how it works for hair removal or anything. Um, So a training with your equipment suppliers is really important. 100%. And yeah. backup afterwards as yeah. well. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really important. I so agree. where do you see the industry going now? Like, I think there's um, huge opportunity as far as skin is concerned. Yeah. But I also think wellness is yeah. also a big thing. So we're actually in the process of doing a bit of rebranding. Um, when I opened the clinic, I um, set it up as new aesthetics using the pun of the NU as okay. in Nula. Yeah. New instead of N-E-W. Yeah. Um, but there's a little bit of we've got Serenity Day Spa, I've got new aesthetics. So yeah, I um, looked at doing some branding when I was bringing out the screens. Yeah. So um, I basically I'm working with just with Wolf now. So in other words, Wolf Skin Specialists, okay. Wolf Wellness, and then the screens are Wolf. Um, okay. Screens. Oh wow! So you had to do a whole rebranding for all of that then. It's fun. You know what? Well, we kind of needed to do it because, as I said, when we have you have. Like, who are you? When people would ask me, who am I? You know, we are new aesthetics. We are Serenity Day Spa. Yeah. You know, to a degree, if you're just kind of under the one yeah. brand, to a degree, it makes it a little bit easier because, um, you know, as I said, the whole wellness and skin, to me, they complement each other yeah. massively. Yeah. Um, I think diet, nutrition, all of that, I think there is humongous scope for all of that because yeah. people are looking for ways to feel better. Yeah. Um. So I think education, even though some people have the perception that people should know this, that there's, yeah. there's so much avail- um, available information. I think it's interesting unless you kind of bring it back to the individual. Yeah. They don't see the logic in them. They can't apply it to themselves because exactly, it doesn't yeah. matter because it's not about them. Mm. They they need it to be about them. So I think so I think then obviously from a from an industry perspective, 
the training is really important. Yeah. You know, suitably qualified people who are able to fill those positions. Yeah. You know, because in my place at the moment, you can't have a facial with any of the staff for about, I think it's probably about four weeks. Yeah. You know, that all sounds great, mm. but it's not like you can't get a treatment from me for five or six months. Yeah. That all sounds great, but it's not. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you like to be able to actually facilitate people and give yeah. people appointments. Yeah. You know, so I am actively looking for people at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also looking because I want to obviously uh, grow what we're doing from the aesthetics perspective. Yeah. You know, so I have lots of equipment, um, but I want to do. I have a doctor who comes every two weeks. Yeah. And she does all of the injectables. Okay. I want to offer PRP. Yeah. And I want to offer PRP more freely from the point of view that we, the, the therapist can also use it in. Yeah. Um, microneedling and yeah even applying it after nanofractional radio frequency and things like that yeah i think that is definitely a huge belief in um prp and the benefits of prp uh, prp is amazing um so i've i've actually had this conversation twice now today about this because i do think it's going to be a big thing did you see everyone talking about exomes mm. And they're saying it's 600 times more effective than PRP. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't even have to do the centrifuge or that. You just use those serums with the microneedling or the fractional microneedling. I'd like somebody to prove that to me. Um, I did buy some of the uh, Did you buy? I meant to buy some. Yeah, no, I yeah. did. Yeah. I didn't buy the actual little vials because I wasn't going to be going home for a period of time. And she told me that it has to be kept cold. Well, so you I didn't decided. tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, I decided not on that. Now they're doing a rose exomes. So I haven't seen that one. They had it at that stand as well. Because there was three stands doing it. Oh, right, good. Yeah. I only over that one stand, okay. Oh, you, oh, I know who, yeah. Okay, so no wonder. So was this at the top? At the top, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I spoke to them as because well. Because they talked quite a bit in ACE as well about yeah. exomes. So it's kind of interesting, but because it's very new. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to kind of show me because they weren't really able to show me anything other than the fact that this is 600 times better than. Yeah. Um, there was there was. So they did a talk mm -hmm. on Sunday mm -hmm. um, and they done some before and after pictures okay. in the talk and they did look good from that. But I'm not. It's the same thing. Like you just like you or whatever. But then you, I'm actually going to take them and use them and try mm -hmm. them and see. Um, I, no, I use, as I said, I bought some of the products and my plan is to order. There's training, I think, coming up in with that company in, yeah. in April. OK, I'm going to look in more and see yeah. a, more about it. I so kind of want to know more about the the girl I spoke to wasn't really able to explain to me where it was coming from. Yeah. Because you know, if it is coming from a cell, how do they clean the cells down? What did they do? She couldn't actually explain any of that to me. So, so I was speaking to another of the companies who who I actually know quite well, and um, they were saying they were saying embryonic, and they were explaining a bit more about it. He couldn't say that much. Uh, the the guy who was on that stand when I was speaking to him, he he was keeping it very basic, like mm. f basic consumer level. And I was like, I'd like to know. I need to know how. Like, tell me how mm. everything. And he was still repeating himself so then I was asking the other crowd and um, they were saying they were explaining a couple of bits of where they were getting it from and stuff like that it sounds really interesting mm. really interesting but um, it's apparently the crowd at the front are the ones with the actual labs and they were showing pictures of the labs and stuff like that where a lot of them are getting uh, like you you don't know it'll, it'll level out at some stage mm. and then you'll see who the real players are with it but it does look exciting it looks really interesting but over the years there's been lots of similar type yeah products and you know where they claim that it you know because i know at one stage they were taking um cells from people and they were supposedly taking back to the laboratory yeah they were taking uh, a blood yeah and they were taking back to the laboratory and a couple of weeks later re putting it back in i can't remember what that yeah was, was called but they absolutely categorically proved in the end that it had absolutely no effect whatsoever. <laughs> and that was really expensive back then yeah. for people to have done. Yeah. So, as I said, I'd like to see more about the science yeah. of this and how it works. Yeah. But certainly when you listen to them, everybody seems really excited about it. Yeah. I'd, it, it, there's, it kind of is a little bit of, I'm just curious because there's a lot of talk about it. Mm. And... um. Yeah, it's 
doctors are the most cynical ones like mm. as in they think nothing do you know what it takes them so I'm just curious now that they're to- all talking about it and they're saying that a lot of them are saying that it's going to replace um, PRP for it interesting mm. there's quite a lot of talk again about fat though as well and the benefits of injecting oh, fat yes. I like honestly why people okay high foo mm. um, for here amazing mm. but for here why are you doing that? Mm. Why are you destroying? That's fine when you're young, you're destroying the fat. But mm. like, wait until you get to my age and you want that fat back. Mm. Like myself and one of the girls, she's the same age as me. She doesn't look at a bit. She does modeling and stuff. And she's like, oh, I just want the fat back from 20. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that could be potentially another thing, too, mm. as well. Yeah. It's interesting. It is, yes, yeah. indeed. And it's good to kind of see the industry. I suppose to a degree, that's kind of very much the medical aside, aesthetic yeah. side of it, you know, when you're talking about fat yeah, and what it can and cannot do. But I think um, from the beauty aesthetic side of things, skincare, uh, wellness, well-being, yeah. there's a huge... Massage, um, facial massage, mm. anti-aging is making a comeback. I know I've got two who work with us who are absolutely fantastic at it. Really? Mm. Do they do the buccal? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. No, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also sculpting body. Oh, really? Amazing. Mm. We're doing lots of yeah, physical. Lymph. Yeah. It's a combination of lymph, but also lots of physical working. Okay. And the results are really, really, really impressive. Oh, nice. So a combination of both of those. Yeah. And you're a new person. Yeah. And I think all of that for us as we get older is humongously important because, you know, people forget the fact that your limb system doesn't have a pump. Yeah. So if you're sitting at a desk all day long. Yeah. And people complain that they're getting achy, they're getting sore in particular areas. Sometimes it's just down to circulation. You know, people kind of accept the fact they've got puffy ankles and they just live with it. Whereas, you know, you need to question what's causing the puffy ankles. Like is again, is it a gut issue? Yeah. Or is it a heart condition? Yeah. So you need to go and get it seen too. Yeah. Um, but I think um a really good therapeutic massage, particularly when it incorporates a little bit of lymphatic drainage, yeah. is really impressive. Yeah. And particularly when it's with a good therapist who understands lymphatic drainage. Because yeah. obviously there are some people, particularly, you know, people who have kind of more serious health conditions, you have to be careful with yeah. a more vigorous um, yeah. massage. But when you go into somebody who really understands what they're good at and knows, because again, whether you're doing a body treatment, a skin treatment, I think the consultation is the most important thing. It's so important that you're yourself and the client are on the same train of thought and that you absolutely understand what they're on at home, both skincare wise, um, medication wise, because that also can have an impact on results. A hundred percent. You know, because if you've got the client coming in who's looking to get rid of the dark circles under her eyes, you know, you can do treatment after treatment after treatment, but if we're genetically meant to have dark circles under the eyes, yeah, you know, maybe a bit of circulation is going to help matters. Yeah, but That's you know, it. eye treatments aren't going to dramatically because no. I'm naturally darker under my yeah. eyes. Yeah, it's just my skin coloring. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me, no treatment is going to magically fix no. that. So if somebody starts telling me, yeah, I can do eye treatments and it's going to fix it, they're bluffing. Yeah, but um, I have to say personally, I love Profilo. Yeah, I think the results with Profilo are really, really nice. Yeah, um, I really like um, I like a little bit of IPL. I think IPL when it's done properly, yeah, is also really impressive. Yeah, as well. um, I like the nanofractional radio frequency. Yeah, like again, I like radio frequency too. I love radio I think frequency. Again, you can get yeah. really nice results with it. You can get lovely skin tightening with the nano. Yeah, which is okay. really nice. Um, I'm a huge believer in retinol. Yeah, I think again you get and again if you use it properly, so yeah, that you're not burning the face off yourself exactly you know you're yeah going crazy skin. with exactly, it yeah. yeah i think you can get really good results and i think hyaluronic particularly the better quality hyaluronic yeah are really nice on the skin yeah you know topical um hyaluronics that have you know different yeah. molecule size yeah because i think again if you have the difficult mo- different molecule sizes they have the ability to be able to bring more active ingredients down into the skin yeah but obviously you need something that is having a resurfacing impact on the skin at least a couple of days a week yeah to get results yeah you know because home care is so important you know prepping Everything. the skin yeah is so important for a couple yeah. of weeks before the client starts into having treatment yeah and there are lots of clients that you're going to send them home with home care to deal with skin sensitivities and address diet yeah before you even go near them with a skincare treatment the, i think the <coughs> biggest thing therapists struggle with though is that they try and to explain to their client 
good skin health, using the proper products, not buying it from Boots, not buying the ordinary, you know, buying the proper mm. stuff and really. And it's, <coughs> it's very like because now therapists or clients know everything. Mm. They're like, oh, no, well, I can get a vitamin C from here or, you know, that kind of way. And it's getting that message across to clients to go. You have like proper stuff that actually changes your skin, not mm. just makes it look better. You know, I agree. Totally agree. Now, again, <clears throat> excuse me, obviously I can go into boots and I can buy decent yeah. enough products. Yeah. But again, it's how to use them and yeah. how to introduce them onto the skin. Because yeah. you can go and buy a whole lorry load of products, but if they're not suited to your skin type. Yeah. So that's why it's good to go to somebody. Yeah. And that's something that I educate therapists on that, you know, your typical therapist doesn't like to sell. No. Your typical therapist will tell you it's not what I do. I'm a therapist. I like to do yes. treatments. So I worry when I hear that that conversation, because to my mind, then the client is coming in looking for a solution. Yeah. If you don't give them the solution, they'll yeah. go elsewhere. Yeah. So they'll go to the different department stores and they'll buy the products. Yeah. If they end up with a problem with their product, then they're trying to question, is it the product or is it the treatment? Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's really important. So what I explain to the staff is what we do is consultative. Yeah. skincare advice yeah it's you forget about the word selling because it's part of the treatment yeah you know i can package it around a treatment and i can say this is what the client needs to use yeah um but if they're using because again lots of people will buy and buy and buy and they keep yeah. buying all the different products and they have a whole vast amount of products at home yeah and the chances are they're mixing and matching ingredients that may, sh may not should not be mixed yeah but also they may also be using doubling up like for example if i use vitamin c in the morning yeah. If I use vitamin C in a moisturizer, in a serum and in a mask, that doesn't make it any better. In fact, the chances are that's actually making things worse. Yeah. Because I'm using too much of it now. Yeah. Because if vitamin C has a has a positive effect on on the right skin type, but I need to be using the right percentage for the right skin. Yeah. So it's so important again to educate. Yeah. The, um, the client in how to use it. Yeah. And you might start with a entry level. Yeah. To allow the skin to become acclimatized. Yeah, and yeah. You don't start with your vitamin C and your retinol and your glycolics all at the same time. Yeah. Because but again, your skin would go nuts. It would be it like would that's do. a little bit too much it for is, me. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, this it's it's crazy the way the industry has changed, and like obviously you're adapting you know your businesses mm. which is great with it and it's great the industry is changing mm. so much and it offers so much to it um but yeah it's great to see your businesses 30 years yeah that, a long time yeah is that not one of the oldest clinics in ireland now i don't know if i'm quite the oldest but i've definitely been there for a long time yeah yeah um no it's good and thank you so much for coming it's been really interesting